Welcome back to Check Night Champions. It's your host Alex, and I'm joined as usual by Kieran and Pavan. How are you guys? I'm doing well, thank you. Yeah, very well. We're looking forward to this. We're joined by a new guest today uh, for a new segment. I'm joined by the beautiful, the lovely Jake Longhurst. Stop it, you! <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm wonderful, thank you very much. These compliments are. Yeah, I've really like my mood. I was feeling horrible before that. I walked into the studio feeling absolutely horrible. Oh, he's already trying. I'm letting you know you are on uh, your end sports best and most intelligent football <laughs> show where we talk about all the news and all the gossip around Europe top five leagues. Uh, but today, guys, we have a new segment for you. Normally, we just jump around um, the five European leagues and, and tell you what's been going on and what's going to happen in the future. But it's been any news. Recently. But yeah. We wanted to spice it up, and I think, Pav, you actually came up with this segment. So would you like to explain it? Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. So basically, this is uh, related to if, if any, th- any of you have seen the kind of TIFO sensible transfers video. This is kind of that. We bring in a fan of a Premier League club, and obviously Jake supports Manchester United. So we thought, <sighs> you know, big case to, start, a case to start. So we thought all three of us are have basically gone away and picked three players uh, that, you know, we think Man United should go ahead and buy in the summer as Jake gave us three positions, which was a centre-back, a centre-mid and a striker. So we've all got away, me, myself, uh, no, sorry, no, me, Kieran, <laughs> Kieran and Alex. That's all done away. great, that choice. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. We, we haven't, uh, we don't know each other's picks, so we've left it a total surprise and judgment is all down to Jake for today's show. Yeah, no so, pressure. Yeah, well, Jake, we're going to have you take into account things like uh, transfer budget, style mm. of play, everything, and you pick your desired package. So would anyone like to go first? You can go first. You're the host. I can go first? Yeah, host so, goes first. Okay. okay. Uh, what position would you like first? Uh, let's go centre-back out. Centre-back out. So <laughs> Here we go. Hold so on. I have gone with um, a very well-known young centre-back, uh, Wesley Fafana. Ali will be crying right now that I've suggested <laughs> this player. But everyone knows that Fafana is one of the best young defenders in the world. Unfortunately, for the last eight months, he has been out injured with a horrible broken leg. Uh, but on the bright side, though, this should mean he is available at a cut price in the summer. And to be fair, it didn't stop Luke Shaw. It did not stop Luke Shaw. I mean, it's not the worst injury to come back from. There, there are worse injuries like ACL and Achilles. Christian so Eriksen. A, a, a bone injury well, well, yeah. is uh, yeah, not too honestly, bad. Like, yeah. um, Leicester have been having all se- uh, issues all season and will need to rejuvenate their whole back line. And Fafana could be used as a make-weight to uh, bring in some new funds so they could sell him and then get uh, maybe four centre-backs for the price that they could sell Fafana for. Um, Maguire cost 80 he was English came off the back of a, of a brilliant World Cup so I would predict Fafana to cost around 60-70 million considering Leicester signed him for 50 uh, yes it is steep but he is only 21 and his statistics are fantastic if you doubt his quality uh, just have a look at this Leicester have crumbled airily without him we know they are vulnerable from corners Ali moans every has, week yeah. corners set pieces conceding yeah, all the goals all too well, well Fafana won over four aerials a game last season putting him in the top 1% of all centre backs across Europe's top five leagues he's also in the top three percent for tackles his ball playing ability is also off the charts as well with 10 progressive carries a game top one percent 78 passes a game with a completion percentage above 90 percent he is the best of the best he's only 21 and he is available Uh, I think he's well well worth over 100 million with those sort of statistics in his resume but the fact that you could snatch him for just around 60 to around 80 kind of like a 20 million negotiation range I think would be a fantastic signing and a fantastic addition to United's back line so fast Mm. he's he's being persuasive Mm. he was making a couple of points about the Leicester fans that you know give or take (laughs) you know that's that's Ali's issue not mine but it's a strong start 
Shall we carry on with Beaver or shall we do everyone centre back? Every, everyone centre back. Kieran, let's hear your choice of centre back. Right, so I've gone for someone a bit more. I don't know whether it's left field as such, but someone that you might not be on your no, radar. I wouldn't say left much. field, we're talking centre field, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've gone for Sven Botman. He's 22 year old from Lille. He's valued at 27 million on transfer mark, but he's probably available for about 45 if um, the January transfer window is anything to go by. Um, on FB Ref, he's compared to the likes of Matthias De Ligt. Diego Carlos, Gerard Piquet, and Thiago Silva. So he's in very good company Esteemed there. Esteemed company. Um, Lille, have, as I said, have set an asking price of 45 million. So he's not going to come cheap. But I mean, for a good centre back in today's market, 45 million. As, as Beef mentioned, yeah. we got Maguire for 18. Exactly. 45 million is a good really centre back right now. He's <laughs> yeah. had his moments, but recently he's been a bit dull hmm. I mean he's a left footed centre back as well which helps when playing in a back three if true, you are no, going to yeah. transition to that that's true um, and he's also very good at passing his passing range is amazing um, we've spoken about him a little bit on this podcast and it's been all good reasons so far um, he's also very um, physical as well um, good in the air um, he's really good at aerial duels and he would be a really good ball playing centre back who would fit into a fluid system which is in- likely to be implemented by your next manager whoever it will be uh, whether it's Ten Hag Pochettino uh, we will see um, his tackling could do with some work but at the age of 22 a lot of room to grow um, he is slowly becoming a very good centre back he was really really important to this Lille side in their title winning um, season last season and um, I mean he's still being considered one of the better players in to, in this season's side even though they have been struggling a little bit more um, after their amazing kind of season last year uh, upsetting the kind of uh, status quo of PSG winning every year um, so United should be able to convince him of um, joining over Newcastle because I mean, I don't think that would be too difficult. Yeah, who, to be honest. Who, who wants to go to Newcastle? It's cold and wet. Yeah, exactly. Manchester's not much, Manchester is much <laughs> better, but you know. Yeah, I mean, and they're understandable as well in Manchester. Yeah, that is a good thing. He's he's Dutch, yeah, yeah. so he might struggle with the um, the accent barrier isn't quite so bad in Manchester. Yeah, but um, he will be a welcome addition to your side, playing in a back three or back four. And overall, he's a player capable of stepping up now into the hardest league in the world, and he's only going to improve when he gets there. Interesting, very good choice as well. Again, both notably good in the air, which is always useful because Maguire, again, yes, he does sometimes struggle. he can struggle. With I mean, Varane isn't the best in the air as well when he no, plays. Neither so. of them are the strongest in the air, so they would, you know, an aerial centre back would be welcome. And obviously, you know, as a as a diehard fan of the slabhead header, <laughs> in, you know, an open goal slabhead header goal is something I'm quite partial to. So anyone who's good in the air and could potentially provide a little bit more centre-back header goal action would always please me. Pav, what have we got? All right, all right. So I've gone for someone who's a little bit older than the other two. Um, still very Fan good on mature. the ball. Yeah, well, well uh, yeah, we could put it that way. We could put it that way. Um, but yeah, I've got someone a little bit older, a little bit cheaper, I think, on the cheaper side, because I'd like to spend my budget on the on the kind of the, the midfield yeah. and the striker but I've gone for uh, the centre back that is Lissandro Martinez from Ajax Poor now dinosaur. he's a twi- hey 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 you <laughs> cannot can. say anything no interruptions no interruptions you guys up to speed 
Right, 24-year-old Argentinian defender, right? Left-footed as well, so same as Sven Votman. Can play in the midfield if he needs to, so quite a versatile player. He ranks in the 96th percentile for tackles against central defenders in Europe's top five leagues in the past year. His passing range, like the other two picks, are is pretty exceptional. Um, he's in the 96th, 90th percentile or higher for passes attempted, pass completion, progressive passes and progressive carries. So he's able to, you know, uh, well, he's really comfortable on the ball, can you know dribble out and get uh, get your team up the pitch. Um, the real problem I, I saw with your current centre-backs is they can't, they're not very comfortable when playing a high, high line. Players can get in behind quite a lot, right? Now, Lissandro Martinez pretty much plays a high line week in, week out at Ajax under... Ten Hag, who is a favourite for your job, so that's you a, wrong. that's another that's another aspect, notable there. aspect. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a little bit shorter than the other two, five ten, but his aerial dual win rate is still above average at sixty seven percent. So he's still pretty good in the air, um, and he's statistically very similar to Bayern's Nicolas Sula and Ruben Diaz. Now there are you know people who say that Eredivisie in the Dutch league is a little bit. Got a bit of a mixed track record, but he's not a young raw player coming from the Eredivisie. He's fairly assured, been capped quite a lot, quite a few times uh, under the new Argentina manager. So I think he's a he's an assured pickup. He wouldn't cost too much, wouldn't have uh, you know too much in wages, and I think he'd be someone who would be content if someone like Maguire and Varane started playing really well. You wouldn't have somebody with a lot of value sitting yeah. on the bench. I think he'd be a good squad player. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's what I've picked. Pav, are you not worried that Lissandro Martinez? Uh, might struggle in the air given he's only five foot seven. He's Ooh. five ten. No, five ten. no, no. He's one hundred seventy-five centimeters. Ref said he was five ten. That is five ten. One hundred seventy-five. Five ten. Damn it! Yes, yes, <laughs> my friend. Right, and my friend. also, I mean, Kieran, can I make a comment? Yes. Um, Fabrizio Romano did say that Sven Botman is uh, steps away from joining AC Milan. So. Yeah, but then he was steps away from Newcastle in the transfer window last no, time. So I, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't know. always believe. I mean, Romano is obviously quite a credible yeah. source. And to be fair, this is purely hypothetical. Yeah. Oh, uh, true. Uh, true. So and that's a, it's a strong set of three. I'll be honest, a strong set of three so far. Having those three in the back line would be that would be ridiculous. a very tasty back line. <laughs> and you know, United obviously does have a, a fairly strong back line on their day. It's a very good back line. Mm. You know, they have their off days yeah, yeah. more than they have their on days. Mm. I'll be honest at the moment, but. You know, a backline like United's is very strong, and you want to bring someone in to bolster it. Mm. None of these players would weaken the backline at the no. moment. So, you know, a compelling, a compelling set of arguments so far. So I'm intrigued to see where this goes. This is URN Sport. Yeah, should we should we go straight to midfielders? Go on then. Yeah, yeah. go, on. go, on. go straight onto midfielders, it. and then we'll have a little song break after. Right, let's hear. Let's hear your midfielder. Here we go. Do we go in the same wood? Okay. Yeah. We'll so, again. centre midfielder. I feel like this may be a popular option, um, I wonder. But I've gone with Frank Kessie, um, the heart of the Milan midfield, which are currently embroiled in a tense title battle in Italy. A very dynamic midfielder who can break up attacks and run with the ball and start United's own attacks. And more importantly, he is free. He runs out of contract this summer and despite the Rossoneri begging for him to sign a new deal, he will not and he is not content and he thinks he can go and win it all elsewhere. Why not do it at United? He can do it all. He creates 2.5 shot creating actions a game as well as two tackles and 1.8 interceptions. Very good for a, for a midfielder. And I'm sure Jake, you remember his goal against United last year in the Europa League? I might a volley do. from outside the box against AC Milan. Oh, you seem to remember that one. A fantastic goal. That's that's the quality he has um, you know he's got it all in his lock a very you know technical player despite the fact that he is six foot one he's built uh, very well so you know he, he can play anywhere 
in the midfield. You know, he's very versatile. I think he would pair very well alongside anyone of Fred Pogba McTominay or Donny van der Beek when he comes back from Everton. Uh, with uh, Bruno in front of them, I think it would be a, a fantastic midfield three. The physicality in that um, sort of midfield, as well as the finesse, depending on who you play, uh, could serve United very well. And I think the fact that he is free is the most important thing. Many clubs are after him. I mean, Barcelona are, are another team. But Kessie has said that he is a, a long time and a childhood United fan, which, you know, bodes fantastic for the club. There's been a lot of players recently who don't seem to be playing for for the badge and I think Kessie would be a player you want in around the setup. and he has some of that United DNA that oh, you hear spoken oh, about geez. so much and you know when it when it comes to you served on a silver platter with no <laughs> no money I think it's a bit of a no brainer so Frank Kessie uh, absolute star absolute stud in, uh, in Italy at the moment but he could be coming well, to United very soon I remember soon. when I've joined certainly on Big Monday Night in mm. I've discussed about I believe it was Everton we mm. said about Everton getting a new manager and before Rooney canned the idea I said Rooney would be a good option because of the passion of it mm. being his childhood club so I do think there is always something to be said for you know a childhood club and free is that's always something that you know anyone's going to eye up you've got mm. to be honest a player mm. of his quality come in without the you know without the transfer cash mm. and that allows me to spend more on players like Wesley Fofana who is the most stellar option in the market so it's a strong it's a strong argument take strong it away argument. Kieran it's definitely a good argument um <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know um I was gonna go for Kessie but then I was there like if I go for Kessie there's definitely gonna be someone else going for Kessie <laughs> here so I'm glad I didn't I've gone for another Ajax player like Pavan has gone for and one of the reasons that I've gone for this is because Ten Hag is obviously the favourites to come in I've gone for Edson Alvarez he's a 24 year old player valued at about 18 million so not expensive at all for a very good player that you'll be getting for at a decent age as well um, the Mexican stands at 6 foot 2 and predominantly plays as a centre mid or centre defensive mid however he can step into the back line if needed so he's quite versatile be able to fill in if one of your centre backs do get injured um, he's picked up two goals and one assist for deep in midfield in 22 appearances in the Eredivisie and would be a perfect fit for United especially if Ten Hag does sign he's a similar player to Rodri in, but he is more mobile than Rodri he's very technical though he's good at balls over the top his passing range is outstanding honestly he can play any kind of pass you want um, he's able to read the game superbly and he's great at playing in a fluid system um, being in the Ajax team this season means that you have to be good on the ball and he is no weak link there he is so good on the ball um, he's able to play as I said simple passes balls in behind the defence and that is actually one of his main things that he's been doing this season he hasn't got many assists from it but he plays balls over the top for players to run onto and then they square it across and score so um, that could do that could unlock potentially Rashford or Sancho going mm. forward as that, well yeah that unlocks a lot of potential I mean even Ronaldo once you get him on the end of the ball mm. yeah exactly yeah, and we've struggled with that kind of thing of late so there's certainly potential there he's in the top 3% when compared to other midfielders in the top 5 leagues when it comes to not top 5 leagues what is it on FB ref here's top 5 leagues is it top 5 yeah, leagues yeah. Yeah. compared to top 5 leagues then top 3% when it comes to pass completion averaging 91.3% per 90 which is quite frankly ridiculous that that passing completion rate 
is one of the best in the world. Um, he also ranks in the top 10% for blocks, clearances and aerials one, making him solid a solid mould for a holding midfielder, which is something you've been really, really needing, crying out for for the past season or two, to be honest. Um, overall, he's a great player who will be decent uh will who, who will be a decent price and he's also a year younger than kessie um which was the other option that i was kind of pondering on um and perhaps a player more so- suited for what to what united need at the moment in a more holding midfielder than that kind of uh, destroyer role that kessie would be playing um so what's more is if Ten Hag does sign, he's already got a player that he knows how to play as such. So that is also another positive. Yeah, the one disadvantage that I can clearly see from Cassie would be that his role would kind of clash with that of your Pogba, Pogba or your Fernandes. Fred. Even Fred. Fred. So, mm. you know, he does clash a little bit with that. So you'd be taking someone out who is a, vers- a versatile player, a worthwhile player. Whereas bringing in a CDM is something that certainly I've looked at as a fan and thought mm. might be worth doing instead so you know it's, there's definitely an option there Pav what have you All got right, for me as so a midfielder this is mid? yeah so I've gone for uh, a natural sitter because I think that is the I've, I've basically spent most of the budget on the centre mid because I think this is the key it's one of the most fundamental parts of a team and Man United have been lacking one for years, right? You even look really good when Matic is playing sometimes because he's a natural sitter. So I've gone for Aurelien Chouameni from Monaco. Ooh. Now this is, I've, I've gone really big here, but this is a player that I think should be bought at all costs. And I don't say that lightly. Yes, he's from the French League, but some of the best defensive midfielders have nurtured and developed their, their, their craft in the French League. He's already been called up to the national team a couple of times. Um, and he's been, you know, pretty decent. I, I would expect him to play at the World Cup as well. Uh, we're talking about what has been described as a midfield general, standing at six foot one. His build is made to dominate the midfield, and his stats page has basically nearly has everything in green. I mean, I had to pick out a couple. Uh, some of the best are 99th and 95th percentile for interceptions and tackles, and the 91st percentile for aerials. And his first thought is always to pass forward. He has a good array or a good variety of passing uh, options. He always breaks up play and he's someone who has an air of confidence about him that he's able to command the midfield, doesn't rush on the ball and he's someone that I would I would think you should prioritise over maybe a Declan Rice because I think Declan Rice could have something like a bit, like a bit of a bidding war going on and because of the English tax as well. And I think someone like Chouameni, yes he's from the French League but you know he is regarded as the next big thing you know real madrid are apparently looking at him for their for their replacing for their replacement uh, for casemiro who's been there for ages he would need you to qualify for champions league football so that is something to bear in mind but if you got champions league football i think there there isn't really a better target for a, a lights out defensive midfielder so that's where i'd prioritize your budget yeah that's a little bit of a big if and is. Is. you've also got to bear in mind that Bakayoko came from the French oh, Sumare. Sumare. No, that's not no Sumare. oh that and you did oh. say no bidding war but Real Chelsea United Real Real be spending their money on Mbappe and Haaland there's, there's time Mbappe's Haaland free, is close to a deal there's with time. Barcelona there's that is absolutely captain he's I've seen a little bit he's of Chelsea I've, bound, se- mate. I've not seen much of him but he is certainly <laughs> well as you say midfield general is always mm. a that that would be taken as a pretty, pretty hefty compliment. Shush, Shake's so. talking. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Beef. No, it would be taken as a pretty pretty hefty compliment. Midfield general, I don't think you can really turn that down. And you know, it sounds like it'd be a pretty 
pretty good option obviously you've got to see potential mm. but mm. you know see. if there's any shout of him getting more time in the French team there's you know, obviously one of the strongest teams in the world mm. then you can't really turn a blind eye to that kind of thing this is URN Sport we're going to jump straight in with the strikers and I'm excited for this one uh, I'm going to go first again and I'm going to you know what I'm, I'm a bit nervous actually oh, this, oh, this, don't I've get gone, nervous I've, don't nervous, I've gone absolutely outside the box and off the wall come on be cool as a cucumber outside mate. the box <laughs> my my striker is Robert Lewandowski. Oh, Here we go. Lewandowski. Here we go. Lewandowski. Yeah. Right. Interesting Lewandowski. Choice. Interesting choice. Easily one of the best strikers of our generation. He has played in the Bundesliga for many years, but recently he's been making some noise suggesting that he wants to try his luck elsewhere. He's done it all at Bayern, um, literally everything, and now it's time for him to go. Uh, and what better place to go than the historic Old Trafford? You may raise concerns about his age, but these concerns can be easily put to bed. With one year left in his contract in the summer, Bayern should not ask for much, especially with his age. And with the departure of Ronaldo looking uh, likely for United, this would be a very good like-for-like kind of swap. And you probably would uh, save some costs, considering Ronaldo's wages would not be as high as Lewandowski's. In addition, older strikers have always succeeded at Old Trafford. Maybe it's the pressure... Uh, that makes it hard for young strikers to succeed. But if you look at some of the old strikers recently as well, there have been Ibrahimovic, Berbatov, Cavani, Ronaldo, and even Van Persie was um, just about to enter his 30s. Some fantastic strikers there. So if they can, can succeed, why not Lewandowski? Statistically, I'm not really going to add much because everyone knows how good Lewandowski is. I mean, he scores 40-odd goals a year. Mm. He's always um, you know, there or thereabouts in the Ballon d'Or. Lots of people saying he was robbed this year. Potentially, he's the best player in the world at the moment, which is uh, crazy. And if you can bring him to Old Trafford with one year left in his deal for, for maybe £30 million, it's, you know, it's, I think it's a no-brainer. I mean, it's the type of player United should be targeting for their strike position. And, you know, the United DNA have proven winners up top. Whenever United have been successful in their history, they have an absolute killer up front. You know, Rooney, Van Nistelrooy, all these brilliant, brilliant strikers who just had the natural finishing instincts. And I think that's what they've been missing. I know Ronaldo's come back this season and it just shows he's kind of been dragging them through the Champions League by himself. So I think United need that type of striker. I mean, when they haven't had one recently, um, since Fergie left, it's been, you know, pretty horrible. I mean, with Rashford having to drag himself up front, you know, it's, it's just not working and I think they need that sort of target man. Ronaldo showed that, but you know, Ronaldo's slowing down, whereas Lewandowski just keeps on going. And if he's available, why not get him? That's the United way, isn't it? Get the best player in the world, stick him in your team, win the trophies. It's really as simple as that. I don't think we've ever spoken so well of United in one oh, I know, I hate it. He'll never do it again. He'll never do it again. I want to win! He'll never admit that United no. are actually a decent side on our day. Which we're not at the moment. We're never on our day at the moment. Yeah. The thing is, if they took our recommendations, they might be. You know what? I'm sure. No, I'm not even guys, joking. If you three combined, hire us put out. together your top three. Yeah, Ran- Scalping United. Thanks do? for the memories, Ranyik. But it's time to go. <laughs> yeah, Ranyik, you're off, boys. It's chatting like champions time. <laughs> exactly. No, I think obviously Lewandowski is hmm. a phenomenal player, as we're all aware, and he does, to a degree, definitely fill that role that Ronaldo would be leaving not too long from now. Mm. So the option is definitely a viable one, and yes, he will definitely not be as pricey as Ronaldo. Mm. Plus, as you say, you know, contract coming to an end. He is an older player, so hopefully the prices won't be too bad. Now, Kieran, what have you got coming my way? What's your striker's right. name? Beef's gone for the top goal scorer in the Bundesliga. I've gone for the second top goal scorer in the oh. Bundesliga. I have gone for Patrick Schick. 
26-year-old from Bayer Leverkusen, uh, valued at about 36 million, but um, they want about 45 for him. So still, that's that's where the budget's going. Um, he's been one of Europe's most consistent goal scorers this season. He's got 20 in 20 in the Bundesliga, also picking up three assists along the way. Um, Ranić is also an admirer of the Czech Republic striker, having brought him to RB Leipzig, and he would be keen on a reunion when he goes up into the um, higher ups. What is he actually becoming? He's becoming consultant, a consultant. consultant. Yeah. Um, so he's gonna. He's currently the third top goal scorer in all of Europe, uh, second top goal scorer in Europe's top five leagues behind Lewandowski. Uh, this isn't looking very good considering he went before me here, but. Um, I think that the age difference definitely makes up for that. Um, he's also had a very impressive Euros campaign with the Czech Republic. Obviously, he picked up five goals in that tournament, scored the absolute screamer against Scotland, uh, which was amazing. It was a delightful goal. Honestly, mm. it was what goal of the tournament in the end, I think, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it was. Um, and he averages about three, 3.53 shots per game, and his impressive scoring form puts him in the top 2% of strikers this season. Um, which means, well, he's basically putting up numbers that are world class at the moment. It's, it's, he's had such a good season. Um, he's also in the top 20% for touches in the opposing area, so, uh, so he is really busy around that penalty area. Um, he will be significantly cheaper than Haaland and any other kind of top, top striker you go for. However, um, and that obviously means that you can spend elsewhere on the pitch. Um, another strike, and then. He'll most likely come cheaper than Isaac as well. Obviously, he was kind of scouted out by you at the same time as he was by Arsenal. Looks more likely to go to Arsenal in the transfer window, but you, he's still on your radar. Um, when asked about his ambitions for his career back when he was at Roma, he named three clubs, and Manchester United were among those three clubs. Um, the other two clubs, just for your information, were Real Madrid and Barcelona. So... Um, he's, he has wanted to go there and he, he's a he's a clinical proven goal scorer who will definitely benefit from the service provided by the likes of Jadon Sancho and Bruno Fernandes you know how I was talking about um, Alvarez doing that ball in behind imagine Alvarez yeah. ball in behind Sancho to Schick goal See, that's, that is quite a tempting idea I do quite like the sound of that yes. it does have to be said and he, as I said he's likely to be valued about 40 million 45 billion so isn't obscenely pricey for a world-class goal scorer in today's market honestly if he can replicate this form again he's going to easily be up there pushing the same kind of numbers as Lewandowski is um, in the coming years um, and I believe he is worth every penny that you will spend on him again another tempting offer would you call Schick world-class now Go, not now but I think if he replicates this form over mm. the next what two three seasons yeah he's definitely up two there. seasons frankly he's I think this already is, playing very very well yes. I think this season has been his big I mean the fact that he's got season. 20 and 20 in the league I know it's the Bundesliga that's a, yeah but, but that's still a that's tough ridiculous. that's a tough achievement for anyone mm. and yeah the Bundesliga is still a, fine, a firmly yeah, competitive league it's still hard league. to score in that league yeah, it's still it's still a very Timo Werner bagged about forty. But hey, hey, you picked the Bundesliga player. I know, so, I know. So, I'm surprised so I at that. I just had to vent about Timo. Very surprised. <laughs> it's because, very he's, surprised. because he was being played in the right system, though. I guess so. Okay, okay, that's no, 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 no he's still a very good option. And obviously, I think the single biggest factor is age. Yeah, mm. twenty-six years old. He's basically the age difference is. He's going to be in his prime over the next two, three years. Yeah, two, three, four years. That's right. That's that's the sweet spot. 
that's the time when you want a club like United, Real Madrid, yes. Barca, mm. not Barca at the moment, but you want one of those top teams to come and bag him. It's an option. Pav, what's, what have we got? What's okay. the final player okay. in the list? Okay, final player. I've also gone for a player who's bagged 20 and 20 this Ooh. year, uh, or this season, should I say. Is not it me for hangovers? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. No, Unfortunately, not, it's not. I'm too good. I'm, I'm too yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't afford me. Exactly, exactly. Um, but I've gone for Darwin Nunes Ooh. from Benfica. Now, he's a 22-year-old Uruguayan forward. As I said, 20 and 20. Also picked up two assists this season. Also scored three times in this year's Champions League. Now, he's a really bullish striker. Standing at six foot one, likes to dominate central defenders. Has got a really sweet, explosive burst of pace as well. Even though he's a little bit taller, he's got that burst of pace and he likes to run into the channels. So there's balls over the top. You'll be able to find him and he'll really, you know, he really fights for those balls over the top. Um, he's he likes to shoot early and a lot uh, kind of with a lot of power he's not one for finesse he's one for you know he's really aggressive so like Alex was talking about the older strikers those ones that have killer instinct I think this guy's got it in bags and you know West Ham actually had a 50 million euro bid rejected in January so Benfica rating pretty highly and the Portuguese league is is pretty reliable for transfers as you probably know from uh, you know Bruno Fernandes and no, we've, we've, I, could, I could pluralise this not but I'm not too Dom, bad you know? yeah yeah, yeah. Um, no, we've, we've done pretty well with the Portuguese market, you know, somewhat recently. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, so, you know, he's a bit younger, but I think he's got the kind of aura that he would back himself. He's not he's not someone who, you know, maybe would hit a rut. I think he's, His he's aggressive. His confidence is definitely... It's yeah. not that he's massively overconfident, but he mm. has enough self-confidence, yeah. quiet self-confidence mm. that he, I feel like, yeah, you're, you're certainly right. He would manage to pull himself through mm. anything. Yeah, he's got that natural striker confidence that you want, that they're going to back themselves to need. And you need that. Yeah, and I think you also need someone who's going to be able to take those shots and not kind of overthink it. And I think his link-up play can leave a little bit to be desired, but, you know... You've got another Uruguayan forward, Edison Cavani, there who can help him on and off the pitch. And you much longer. Hey, well, he's he'll be there next year. He'll no, be there Cavani's next year. Gone. Cavani's gone. No, he'll be there next year. No, he's year. gone. Perth. No, he's no. He's going back home. Yeah, he's going back to Uruguay. Yeah, we don't care. Right, so I've been tag team now. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, you can replace one Uruguayan forward with another, and you know, I'm sure Cavani can, you know, kind of help him. Drop uh, him a text message. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think the creativity you have behind him with Sancho and Fernandes will really help him. And, you know, he does bully defenders and I think he would suit the physicality. Uh, Benfica is also a big club. You know, the Portuguese league has some really big clubs, really big derbies. And he's been impressive in uh, in all of them. So, and I think he cost about £50 million. So around what? If what West Ham had £50 shit? million injected. £50 million, Euros, though, I think. You know, oh, pounds. Well, we yeah, had an £18 think... million pounds, um, offer rejected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was back before he was starting to be trying bad. to undercut him at times. Yeah, they were. Yeah, it was, back, yeah. it was like it was before this ridiculous season that he's had. So yeah, so yeah, that's my pick. Uh, that's uh, that's where the money's going. Okay, interesting. Now, so Beef, can you go through your three players, their prices, and your total really quick? Oh, just yes. names, t- names, individual prices and totals, and go around mm. just. We've actually had a, a message on the Slack challenging me. So it might be less than Ronaldo, but surely lots of competition for Lewandowski's signature. Um, United. Come on, it's United. It's United. <laughs> I love how you're saying that when you would never say that on, a, not on an, any other show. Just unfortunately, though, unfortunately, he's right. United. It's United. Come on. We're not great at the moment. We have, yeah, yeah, we no, have a pedigree. It's summary. Yeah, okay. yeah we've got, right, pedigree, we got pedigree, um, we've got culture, we've got history. So it's a tough call not to make. Wesley Fafana, 
it, it could rise as high as 80. It could be between 60 and 80, anywhere like that. Frank Kessie, uh, free. And um, Lewandowski, I, I would expect no, no more than 30 because of his age. And, and Bayern Munich are in a, a pretty tight position. So around maybe 120 million, 110 million. Did you say you wanted their ages as well? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, so my um, defender was. Wait, did we start with defender? We did, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Sven Botman uh, valued uh, about 45 million. Um, I then said for the midfielder, Alvarez, I reckon for about 25 million. And then um, Patrick Schick, about 45 million again. Adds up to about 115 to 120 million. Okay, uh, I went for Alessandro Martinez. I think that would be about 20, 25. Um, Aurelien Chouameni, I think that would be probably 70, 80 you're looking at for the hit for him. And then I've gone Darwin Nunes, which will be about 50, 60. So somewhere, between, somewhere around 150, maybe just below, depending on negotiation. Yeah, all right, so... Um, I'll go in reverse order. Oh, oh God. Oh, I'm so nervous, so, you know. I'm really nervous. Unfortunately, this. Kieran, I think I'm going to have to discount yours straight away, oh, which oh. is unfortunate. None of yours were bad choices, but I do feel, especially, you had a CDM, which, whilst I do think is good, I think we'd rather bring our defence up than pull our midfield down. And... I, I don't think that's quite yeah I don't think that's quite what we need so on another team I think that would have been an admirable set of choices but I just don't think that's what we need right now we wow. need to be scoring more goals we need to be slightly higher up the pitch and a CDM I think of all things just quite it's not quite going to do it just doesn't cut the gravy yeah no that's fair enough it's you know a strong set of choices now to the oh no oh, the two on top can't, can't look. so I think the key competition here more than anything for Chiamani me actually versus Kessie. it is isn't it it is absolutely oh, Chiamani no. versus Kessie Although, also very close, the Lewandowski-Nunez. Both stiff competition. I think the defence, I actually would be happy with either. And Pav's defender, certainly less pricey than Fafana, which is never an issue and still, you know, a strong choice. Lewandowski is old. He's cheap, but he is old. He scores goals, but Nunez does offer the youth and the goal-scoring opportunities. Kessie is free. That is a big, you know, that's a big consideration. It does take a lot of price off, but many I think many offers a lot of opportunities. So there's many pros, many cons. In the end, I'm sorry, but uh, I'm going to have to go. Lewandowski just quite, he's not quite going to do it. I'm going to have to go. Oh, with yes! no! oh, that was so tense. No. Oh. Just how close was that? Very close. Really close. I think, honestly, I think Nunez and Chiumeni combined is probably what had done it. Okay. I think that's. I think that would be absolutely <laughs> disgusting. I'm very thrilled to be. So your, I would. I would love to see Chiumeni and Nunez with the rest of the United <laughs> team around them going. I think that would be brilliant. I'm very thrilled to be a business partner. Thanks. Thanks. It's pleasure doing business with you. Thank you. Thank it's you, like Jake. Dragons Den. <laughs> I know. I quite enjoy the power. <laughs> That was, I'm, so, I'm actually sweating. Oh, so am I. This is warmer than ever. Well, I wasn't going to just say it out loud, was I? I may as well get you did a really good job there. That was great. That was great. Oh, Build up. Wow. Wow. Right. Should we get straight into our game? Go ahead. Let's yeah, do it. Let's okay. Do it. Jake, every time on the show, um, we do a bit of a guessing game. Oh, God. We're going to send some clues. Oh, I'm going to say some clues. I've got five clues. And whoever gets it first wins. We don't want to shout it out. Uh, just, so whoever just drops me a message. Okay. If you have a guess in your head, drop me a message. Have you, you got your phone guess? around you? You only get one guess. Once okay, you're locked okay. in, you're locked in. 
And I'm going to read out the clues. Okay, let's Everyone's get it. Let's go, I hope Jack is outside listening, Jack. Uh, please run in and mouth your answer <laughs> to me like usual. Okay, clue number one, boys. I'm sorry, guys. I always make this pretty pretty hard. Oh, no. Um, yeah, everyone's been complaining recently about my the ones I'm doing on the I podcast. wonder why. <laughs> Come on. Okay, okay. Clue number one. I was born in this very city and played my last game in my career for the city's largest club. Oh, oh, we've gone local, have we? Okay, interesting. Hometown hero. Oh, okay. Well, that is interesting. Clue number two. This player made their senior debut for Arsenal, but only played one game there. Oh, oh man! It's on you, Pav. What? Played one game. One. Played game. one game at Arsenal and then ended his career at, at Forest. the biggest Forest. club in oh, uh, the biggest club in which is Forest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, not yeah, not Forest. Forest. No, it's Dunkirk FC. Oh, don't, don't even. Let's go, the boys. Dunkirk <laughs> FC. Okay, at one point in my career, I broke the British transfer record, moving from the very north to the slightly less north <laughs> for seven million pounds. British transfer record. Oh, no. Jake is actually locked in. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, no. Jake is locked in. Oh, no. I'm not he's confident, but. Ballsy. Let's see if he regrets I don't know this. Or he will be okay, rejoicing. No, wait, wait, wait. I'm not confident, but. Defo Grealish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The Arsenal thing is throwing me off. The Arsenal thing was really confusing me, but I've locked in because this is the only player I'm thinking actually kind of fits the bill. Mm. Okay, maybe maybe fourth oh, clue. I think I think this will wake you guys one. up. My most famous spells were at Newcastle and oh, Manchester United, yes. where my goals helped win titles for both. Right, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. You got it. Have is locked in. Oh, I should have gone for it the one before. I just didn't know if he. Did you know he played? Did you know your guest played for Arsenal? Is this no one? idea? Yes. No idea. Okay, no idea. This is a stab. No, no, Kieran. No. Newcastle United New titles at both clubs. British transfer record ended his career at Forest. But I don't know whether he ended his career. At Forest. He ended his career. I'll give you an extra. He ended his career in Forest. I think it was. Oh, actually, I'm not going to say the year because I might not be right. Yeah, Dom's going to be yeah, on no, our case, Dom, you know. Mr. Allen would get on you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so United, Newcastle, Forest. I have no idea. Okay, okay. Last clue to help you out, Kieran. I've scored the third most Premier League goals ever. Oh wow! Oh. Third highest Premier League goal scorer. Did I did? I have no idea if this is right, but cool. I just put a name in. Okay, we all looked in. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Build it. Build it up. I can reveal. I don't think he played for Forest. That one of you is correct. Oh, only one. Oh, only one. Oh no! I'm wrong. Aren't this I? is a. Yeah, it's Grealish. <laughs> this is a rough one. One of you is correct. Um. Uh, Jake and Pav you both went actually you all went with players who had played for United okay um, that's good you two did. of you went for players who have played for Newcastle and United oh no um, but the player yeah, is, of course it is well the person who is right is Pav with Andy Cole yeah. oh yeah. United yeah. legend what a Pav who did you guess Jake Keen Oh. He, I think it's the forest mind. Oh, the right. forest was the yeah. thing that was nudging me. That's nice. a sensible guess. I couldn't have. I couldn't. I didn't have even think about Keane. Yeah. I think as soon as I as heard, as soon as I heard, finished at Forest. Yeah. I was thinking, who do I actually know who's yeah. finished at Forest? And it was him. What's and I can't remember his name. But um, um, is it Harlan's dad? 
Oh, yeah, yes. he was, they were the first two that popped to yeah. my mind. Mm. Um, and then you said Newcastle and United. I was like, yeah. oh, you No, know, Kieran, your guess me. wasn't who too... Guess? He guessed Michael Owen. Okay. Which oh, wasn't yeah. awful because and, he did make a move from Newcastle to United. Uh, but you would have heard the Liverpool... There would have I been never Liverpool knew Andy Cole trialled or even had a senior game. At yeah, he was at Arsenal for three years and he made wow. one appearance. Wow. And then You're almost as bad as Dom, though. <laughs> Live in the past. I, d- I like these and 90s players. That was good. He's, he is, he's got the third most goals in the Prem. Like, that's not, yeah. Yeah. That's not, you know, it's outrageous. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, 187 goals, 10 more than Frank Lampard. Uh, I think just less than Wayne I mean, Rooney. Even, I mean, that's impressive. That yeah, Wayne great. Rooney got to 200. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Shearer, obviously far and away with 287 or something what like unit. that. So, yeah. I mean, that's the end of the show, guys. It's pretty much all we have time for. We've got a big night out tonight, so mm. shooting off early. Get, get some grubbing us. Everyone going to enjoy the big O tonight? Absolutely. Naturally, mate. Absolutely. Naturally. Um, and hopefully you guys enjoy the the pre-O show that is on in 10 minutes that is something that I would stick around for who wouldn't enjoy the pre-O it's with the Prince show. of Ocean hosting the Prince <laughs> of Ocean, <laughs> no ocean. The Prince isn't of ocean. the Prince's assistant no, uh, that's a bit slander there no no it's not I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going by what I read hey hey. I mean Toby Reynolds the Princess of Ocean isn't mm. he so. oh absolutely <laughs> banging on our castle walls he wants to get in um, yeah, anyway guys that's the end of the show thank you so much for listening uh, let us know if you enjoyed this new segment because I certainly enjoyed it yeah, uh, how do you feel Jake being really on um, your own sports most most best show most best show it was great being on the most best show I really enjoyed it you it did a great job thank you for coming thank you very much thank for and so did you my friend Thank did a great much. job although all three of you offered up great suggestions it was a tough call yeah, well done guys well done good guys good set of selections I look forward to hearing the next person who comes oh. on with a team fix mm. yeah, we're, we're thinking Ali there's a lot to be fixed I think we'll have a lot I of fun with Leicester not, yeah. I think you'll struggle to <laughs> you know, you'll struggle to find a position that it doesn't need a yeah. Fix, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but anyway thank you guys for listening uh, this has been Alex Pav Kieran and Jake the Chat Night Champions uh, you can find us at Championship Rent on Twitter and Instagram. A podcast has just gone up today with uh, Nima Tavali, uh, an amazing, amazing um, Italian journalist yeah, so who covers all things Serie A yeah. and Inter. And it's an episode we're really happy with. And it's very raw. Um, <laughs> we just let him be himself and, and some very s- strong language that we need. <laughs> that shows how passionate he got. But yeah, once again, for the like sixth time, thank you all for listening and we'll see you next week. <laughs>